So I'm very, very excited about today's class. Um, it is going to be a great one, not only because of the topic and because it's so timely with everything going on in the world, but also because I have such a deep appreciation and love for the speaker who is here today. Um, this is a woman who has changed my life time and time and time again, whether it's with a hug or a simple phrase or just getting to sit beside her energy for uh, 10 months in an herbal class that we took together, an herbal course, um, just getting to sit beside her and be so seen and so loved just for being me. Um, really a transformational woman with lots of really beautiful things to share with us today. Um, uh, so there's no one better to talk about our topic today, which is the power of rebirth. And we are in a time of rebirth. All of this coronavirus, COVID-19, I mean, the, the way that it is shifting our world, rebirth is the only word that comes to mind. Um, our consciousness is being reborn. Our daily lives are being reborn. The way we connect with the world and the structures that we have are being reborn. Um, so I'm so excited to have someone who is so tapped in, tuned in, connected and loving talk to us about what what rebirth means. It's beautiful, but it's difficult. Um, and so I'm really excited for today. I hope you all are too. Uh, feel free to use the chat if you need to. You can pop questions in there. I'll be watching that. Um, if you have any issues or anything like that, feel free to message me too. Uh, and without any more from me, I want to hand it over to Yayi Joyce. So please put your hands together for Yayi Joyce. Thank you, Grand Rising, beautiful people. Thank you. I see some familiar faces, some new faces. Um, first, uh, let me give you a little bit about me. I am a retired first responder from 9-11. And being a retired first responder led me uh, to go deeper into ministry. Uh, I consider it my ministry. I am an interfaith minister. I'm a priestess. And uh, a holistic trauma counselor, all of those things, uh, and the herbalist, and but I am human first and foremost. The titles aside, and let's put those things aside, and I just wanted to let you know that the deepest honor is that I'm here with you today, right here and right now. And so I just ask in a quick prayer that spirit decreases all of our notions or anything that we've ever heard about Christ. We let go of anything that we know, anything that we've ever been through. We put all of that aside. And right now, and right here, we are just human. So just let's sit with our humanness. Let's just sit here and just breathe. You can touch your heart, you can touch your belly, you can touch your head, wherever you feel comfortable. And you can say, thank you, God. You can say, thank you, universe. 
Thank you, Holy Mother, for today and for all of us being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And when it feels comfortable for you, you can open your eyes. Yes, and so now let's get into it. I want to read this. Rise up, O sleeper, awake. Rise for, from the dead. For I am the life of the dead. Rise up, work of my hands, for you were created in my image. Rise up, let us leave this place, for you are in me and I am in you. Go together, we cannot be separate. I'm gonna say that one more time. Rise up, O sleeper, awake. Rise from the dead, for I am the life of the dead. Rise up from the work of my hands, for you were created in the image. Rise, let us leave this place, for you are in me and I am in you. Together, we cannot be separate. That is from ancient African texts, kind of translated into that, where they said where Jesus rose up after, and he was telling everyone else to rise up when he visited people the three days after. And he was telling people to rise up from their own sleep, to rise up from their own death, to rise up that the work of their hands, for you are created in the image and that let us leave this place. Let us leave this, let us leave this, this images, this humanness, this color, this sex, this anything, and let's go together where we cannot be separate. Resurrection is about rising up from the disillusion that we are separate. The disillusion that we are not a part of God. Many in the West, we see God as a vengeful, angry God just handing down wrath. But when you study the, you know, ancient texts, anger is not even mentioned. And I just find it real interesting how they came up with their own words. <laughs> I'm, like, so, I'm like, okay, well, there's a, there's a space. There's lots of spaces in the words. And so, so they're like, okay, because there's spaces, which indicates a lot of times just to be silent. They're like, okay, well, no silence. So if that doesn't flow in English sentence, let's put anger and wrath and this and then they just put a whole bunch of other words there. 
but there is no anger. There was a, there, there's a lot more anger that we've added than there actually is. There's a lot more anger that we added than there actually is. The ultimate rebirth is awakening to the spirit that leads you to a better life. God wants each and every single one of us to live. The truth is not obligated to what has been. The truth is never obligated to what has been, right? Think of evolution, of civilization. Our ancestors were in caves. If we weren't able to create a new, right? Both of us being ancestral herbalists, we would have been we would have been still learning in the cave somewhere, right? <laughs> we would have been learning in the cave. We would have been following the ancestors out, searching, foraging for foraging for the herbs. Even though foraging is great if you know what you're doing, but truth is that we are not obligated to what has been. So when we think of the evolution of civilization, we if we are not able to create a new and to be reborn we would all still be living in those caves. Be born anew. I ask you not to look at Jesus as something over there, over there, over there, over there. Richard, uh, one of my mentors, Richard, uh, Reverend Richard uh, and Richard Jalafi told me to, Christ is right here. Buddha is right here. Muhammad is right here. Mother Teresa, Malcolm X, whoever it is that you the energy that you, the, the, the highest, the greatest of their energy that you want is right here in you. We can't be anchored in the past, repeating our thoughts and actions in the endless loop. We've had enough talks about love, okay? Well, we gotta love each other and this is this, 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 uh, bullshit. We have to be our Christ. We have to be our God. We have to be that we were made in the image because if we live as though we were made in the image, we are not bound to this thought of, I have to love this person. I have to, I have, I have to do this and I have to do that. You just are. You just are. You just are when people say, well, how can you, how, how, could, how could you hug a person like that? I hugged drug addicts. I hugged people with no fingers. I hugged people that were at their dying day. I hugged black. I hugged white. I don't care. None of that matters. Whether they were overdosing and, and, and spitting on me for telling me that I messed up their high, whether it was a woman that was having birth or whether it's somebody that needed to be saved from a burning building, whether it's somebody that's sitting next to you, whether it's your neighbor, whether it's anybody, whether it's your parents, not all of that is God. And if you can't see the God in you, you can't see the God in other people. 
If you can't see the God in you, then you see black, then you see white, you see man, you see color, you see sex, and God just sees children. That's why we say Heavenly Father, Holy Mother, children that just need nurturing and love, and that comes instantly when you're a parent, and we're all parents. We all have something to birth, whether it's a physical child, a new thought, a book, a recipe, a blog, a business. We all have something to birth. It is the very nature of God. How can you claim to know a God you can't see? Because I was made in the image. So when I look in that mirror, I see through me. Through me. I see through, I see through me. My physical being. I'm not looking for it on the outside. I'm looking... No, I don't believe you were, were, were challenging. No, I'm just saying uh, that's, a, that's a very beautiful statement, though, because a lot of people say that. I, if I can't see it, right? If I can't see it, I love that. I love that statement, actually, because if I can't see it, then it's not there. I said, do you, does Warren Buffett see, see all of his billion of dollars every day? Does he actually physically see his billions of dollars every day? But Warren Buffett knows his billions of dollars is there and it better be there, right? He knows, like, I know my money is there and you better have, you better have my money. You better have my money, right? <laughs> right? Warren Buffett knows it's there, right? I did a post on my Instagram. I said, Look, you know, there was a village and people were praying for rain. And I love this. And the little boy bought an umbrella. The boy bought an umbrella because he said, I know that it is going to rain because I asked for it. That is the kind of faith that we spiritual people, I know that you guys don't want to hear this, but we've asked for this pause. We've did rituals for these, this pause. We've prayed for this pause. We are the cause for this pause. We've asked for it. We asked for this rebirth. So therefore there is no sadness in it. We should be rejoicing because we got our very prayer. Every witch, every hippie, every person, every ashe, every amen, every libation, all of us asked for this. We said that we need this earth to stop operating like this. How many marches have we been on? How many rituals have we done? How many? We've asked for this rebirth. We've asked for this rebirth. And so since we asked for it, we need to embrace it. Because we are the very people that asked, God, where are you? God, show up. They can't continue to hurt the earth like this. God, uh, Mama, Ch Mama Chola, Papa Pachimama, we have called every single person. So they were like, okay, listen, we tired of them calling. Look, just pause the whole dog on earth, y'all. Let's look. Just pause it.com. 
pauseit.com. Because if we hear one more prayer, if somebody bury one more thing in the earth, if we pour one more libation, if we hold up one more crystal and cry at a ritual for a new moon, at a full moon, if we can't see that we are the cause for this pause, we should be celebrating. There should be a post on everybody's social media that says, thank you, God, for this pause. Thank you for answering my prayer. This is proof that you are magic. We've asked for a new earth. It's here. Why then is it that the most spiritual people are fighting? The very prayer, the very prayer of our own hearts. Why are we not encouraging people to log off and listen to God? Why are we not encouraging the silence? Because it is in the silence that they can know how much they hurt the earth. It is in the rebirth that we have to rebirth that we can't pay people 25 cents, order things off of wish, and think because we paid them five cents that their life is going to be great. The rebirth is available now. God's good, God's good exists now. And it is available now. It's always available in the now. Even if it has never been a part of our past, God's experience of good for us is not bound by our experience of sickness, lack, or poor relationships, or whatever negative condition we've experienced in the past. God's principle of good is available at each new birth in consciousness. When you look at ancient texts, the way ancient African text in ancient African Judaism, when you were a baby, that was an, and you died then when you became a toddler, new birth. A toddler dies to becoming a child, new birth. Every stage of your life was considered a new birth. But we've gotten to a colonization mindset. And colonization mindset has nothing to do with color. Colonization mindset is that we are bonding and imprisoning God's goodness. That just is. Every single person can have a colonization mindset. We sit and think that it has something to do with color. Mm -mm. Colonization mindset is that it's when you know, someone says, go back to school. I want to go back to school. I want to do this and I want to do that. And then you say, well, you know, I'm the wrong age. I'm the wrong color. Oh, well, you know, I, well, I don't know about getting married and stuff. Yeah, because, you know, I got too much jiggly fat and nobody want me. Is that we start putting colonization mindset. It's when it comes in when we downplay our goodness. When we downplay that we are perfect, whole, and complete for ever evolving human beings. 
colonization mindset says that you can't live in the now without paying for something, without doing something. The children of Israel had to make sacrifices and they made sacrifices and it's because of their own guilt. They said, well, God, we have to do something. So God said, well, okay, well, then you make the sacrifice. That's on you. I, I'm, not, I'm not asking for anything other than you to believe in your own perfect wholeness and completeness. But they said, no, I don't want to believe in my perfectness, wholeness, and completeness. So let me make the sacrifice. We sacrifice now our confidence. We sacrifice our humanness. We sacrifice many things. You are allowed an unlimited number of times to pick yourself up and start over again. You are a chalkboard. That's what the flood of Noah was about. It's like, hey, you can pack up and guess what? You can sail your ass on out of here and you can start all over again. How about that? <laughs> you can leave the naysayers behind. Ooh, no, oh, no. Okay. Well, see you later. I'm out. And I started all over again. Right? Deuces. But our humanists, we, we look at it as this new beginnings on the journey. We had to uh, attain a prize. Oh my gosh, well, you know, Noah had to, and oh, did the flood happen? Uh, baby, he just, did you not see that he left all his family behind? He only took a couple of his kids. <laughs> he didn't take all of them, okay? <laughs> I tell you right there, <laughs> he, left, he didn't take all of them now. He took some. <laughs> And, and left. It was like, I'm out, okay? I'm, look, either you're getting in or you, you're getting in or you're not. It's the, it is the ultimate story of leaving things behind. All through the Bible, especially if you read it from, uh, you know, a, a more ancient, not a King James point of view, you see that it's about being born again, again, and again. It's not about perfectionism. If that was the case, why was some of Jesus's close compadres prostitutes and bums that people considered bums, their language? and abandoned women. He had a whole set of disciple women as well. People that no one wanted to be around. But in them, he saw God. He didn't see perfection. Perfection is not here on earth. But perfecting the moment, perfecting the moment every day, 
of seeing the evolution of humankind as I see God in each and every single person I meet. I vowed after 9-11 when I asked God, why am I a part of this? I worked more detail. And God said, it's because now you can finally let go of judging people. Because in that moment, everybody that I did get an opportunity to move out from the bottom of the building so that we did live, every single person just desired a rebirth, a love. There was no colors in that moment. Being a first responder taught me the great power of the universe, that humans are humans. There's no man, there's no woman, there's no child. It's every single person that just wants to draw closer to the realization of the presence of the love of God in their life. And if we rebirth to that, the person that's driving crazy on 285, because if you live in Georgia, 285, child, woo, will make you find the Lord over and over again. <laughs> right? It will lead you to a hunger of when you're driving, I see the God in you. 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 I see the God in each and every single person. The internet people said to me, I was like, well, what's wrong with the internet? They were like, well, everybody's on it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that, right? When I was trying to counsel people, that I was like, why is my internet like this? And they were like, everybody's on it. What if everybody wanted to talk to God in themselves as much as they wanted to talk on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter? How much sooner quote unquote, we'll be through this. Rebirth to the fact of stop running. Stop running from the conversations as Kirsten and likes to say, let's feel the feels. Feel the feels of God in every single emotion. Your hurt is not your hurt. Your hurt is the hurt of heaven. Like, can my children love each other? Your tears are not your own tears. Your tears are the tears of the world. Everybody's an empath. All of us should be observing these emotions at this time because these are the emotions, not your personal emotions. These are the emotions of the world. Do not take these emotions that you are going through personally 
These emotions are here to for you to thank them for leading you to a higher and holding you safe so that you can begin to be born anew. These emotions are the emotions of the world. I hope you are enjoying this episode of Sunday School and Modern Mystic Shop. I wanted to pop in and say, if you like what you're hearing, especially if you love what you're hearing and you listen to our podcast week after week and you gain anything positive from it, I would really appreciate it if you would share this podcast with anyone that you think we can help and serve through these messages. It is our goal in 2020 to grow this podcast to have a further reaching audience. And the way that we've grown our business in the past has been through word of mouth through people like you. So I'm just reaching out and asking if you have anyone that would benefit from these episodes, please, please share our podcast with those that are near and dear to you so we can help grow our global community community and we can grow and learn and transform together. Thank you so much for listening and now back with our episode. If you're here on this on this call, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you have felt some kind of way about what has been going on. I guarantee it. But the way that we have to constantly remind ourselves of this new birth, we ask for it. We welcome the new birth. And these are not our emotions. We are space keepers. Feel the feels, but know you are not feeling who you are. You're feeling the hurt of your neighbor. You're feeling the sadness of the people next door. You're feeling it from the people across the street. Because we are spiritual beings here. We know about energy. Just anybody's here knows about energy. We are feeling the energy of the world. And so for us, it's important for us to create this spiritual support group for where two or three are gathered in the name is where I am in the midst. And so that's Matthew 18 and 20. But if you are feeling a kind of a way, you are to reach out because we are to come together. We are to come together and this extra power is to give the support that you need. Do not go in these fields and stay there people because they are not yours. You are not depressed. You are not sad. Before this happened, you were just fine. You are okay. You are being a conduit of a change because these people don't want to log off of social media and feel their own feels. And if we pray for this change, we can pray for them to feel their own feels during this time as well. We asked for it. And just like children that don't want to go in timeout, we have to say, ah, 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 ah. you can't come out of the fields yet. <laughs> go back over there, feel that, feel that, feel that it's okay. Any support group, I have a formal one that meets on Mondays, any informal one, text 
I'll give my number to text anyone, great energy, anyone. And I'm going to close. I'll give you, if, give you this story. There was a captain and a famous World War pilot. He crashed into the um, Pacific after leading a special mission. He and his crew were lost at sea for 21 days. 21 days. He wrote about his experience. In the beginning, many of the men were atheists. <laughs> they didn't believe in God. Some were, they said. <laughs> but at the end of the terrible ordeal, in each one of their own way, they discovered God. And that was 21 days. Each one of those men said, I found God in the vast, empty loneliness of the ocean. They said, God made me crash this because we needed this alone time. There was plenty of fruits and stuff for them to eat. It wasn't the shelter that they wanted. But they had shelter. Each man found salvation in themselves, strength in prayer, and community of feeling developed, which created a liveness of human fellowship and worship and a sense of gentle peace. We are friends. We are each other's crew. We weren't thrown together here by accident. There's no accident. We have come together in such a circumstance. They were forced to support each other. Everyone that's here, God is asking us to support each other. Not only on the level of physical survival, but on the higher level of spiritual growth. Each of us have a unique gift, a blessing to support the community, to make them feel safe, to explore their own feelings. Each one of you here have the power If you were going on an expedition, you were trying to climb a mountain, you wouldn't choose a support group of people who are afraid of heights. I know I would. If you hear, you've asked spirit to take us higher. You're not afraid. Don't go into the emotions of the world. This is the time that we're saying we're all on a path to know God. Eventually, we will complete the journey toward a God awareness by our, but our time is now. You have chosen this time because we all ask to be here on earth at this time. Yes, I know it's my, I asked, I did, oh my goodness, yes. We all stood on the line to know each other. I stood on the line to know her. I stood on the line to know you and Lori. I stood on the line to know Anne-Marie. I stood on the line to know each and every 
single one of you. We stood on the line to choose each other as spiritual companions. We stood on the line to generate a support, a power far greater than the sum of us as an individual. We have to say thank you, God, for this pause and let's support one another. This is a time to draw nearer on the journey of hearing and support and be the expression of Christ's consciousness that we are. Stop looking for Christ in the statue. Look for Christ right here. In your own two eyes. And at this time, we usually do a ritual where we tie ribbons. We tie prayer ribbons around a tree. And we say a prayer during this time. My mom is from the my mom's family is from the Havasua people. And they have what they call like prayer ribbons or prayer cloths. And they take these ribbons or cloths during um, birth and they tie it around a tree. And so as the tree grows, the cloth breaks, you know, it breaks and it, and it, and it wears out eventually over time, right? And it signifies, it signifies that we grow, we break away. And a ritual that you can do or string on your left hand and say you're glad and now uh, write up how to officially do the full the full ritual uh, and send it out and you know post it or whatever but it is a it is it is it is beautiful uh, because it is really about shedding and something else that you can do. Love, speak into your water every day. Every morning, every morning before you drink your water, speak into it. Speak your rebirth. Speak the rebirth of who you are into your water and drink it. Because we are, we are all water. We are, we are all water. And there's, there's no new water here. Whether we want to believe it or not, right? We're drinking the same water that our ancestors drink, right? We are all the same water, right? Anybody seen Frozen 2? Did you see Frozen 2? That's homework. Everybody needs to go see Frozen 2. 
I know you may not be into musicals, but it is homework. You got to see Frozen 2. I cried like a baby in the movie theater because it was just speaking about, uh, it, it speaks about how connected to water that we are, right? And I was like, yes, yay, somebody fight. I said, I know it's going to go over all the kids' heads here because I even asked my daughter, I was like, so what did you get about the ancestral connection? She's like, oh, they were talking about ancestors, but the songs are great. <laughs> yeah, fr yes, Frozen 1 also does help you lead into your personal power. I love, I love both of them. I love, I really do. It, 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 it is about, it is about rebirth and it is really about um, standing in your um, personal power. So at this time of social distancing, I want to emphasize contemplative insight and practice that help us heal our sense of separateness and isolation. Let's promote connection and awaken a sense of creativity and responsibility for all beings. Remember that people in almost every faith tradition across the world have ways of just hanging simple objects, expressions of prayer, sending forth love, courage, and healing into the world. The Lakota and the Cherokee people use prayer ties, tobacco or cornmeal wrapped in a cloth, and they speak prayers for the world and they put it outside and when it unravels, the prayers go to the world. Put something outside that's not harmful for the environment. Speak your prayers to it. And release it to the world. It can be water. It can be cornmeal. It can be feather. It can be the wrapped cloth. But speak prayers, intentions, and gratitudes. You can leave them at a tree or a sacred place. It's very similar to the Buddhist prayer flags. When it unravels, it goes into the world. And when we do come out of this, because we are, it's one of the first rituals that I'm gathering everyone to do. A prayer for all people. A dance for all of our souls. So that is what I had to say this morning. <laughs> so I don't know. Can I click on and see the chat? I know I saw some of them. I didn't see all of them. See. Yeah, it should be um, if you're on a computer when you scroll okay, there over you the go. at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, most of the people echoing okay, there the love for Frozen and <laughs> Frozen 2. Oh, um, yeah. For, yeah, it is. It is. I would love to um, open up the last uh, few minutes that we have for any questions that people have on the call, if that's okay with you, Joyce. Um, yes, yes, any questions, yeah. I'll be glad to ask, answer any questions. And Yeah, so you can type your questions in the chat. It can be a question, it can be just something you other. want to proclaim. Um, you can put it in the chat or you can unmute yourself and um, just speak. 
I don't really have a question, but I just wanted to say thank you. I think uh, how you speak is extremely powerful. So, I mean, just thank you. Very understated, uh, very understated, very understated uh, comment that we say to people. You know, we tell people, your shoes are nice, your hair is this, your hair is that. We just need to tell people they're beautiful. People are gonna come out of this. Guys, just let's tell people they're beautiful. Let's not focus on hair, makeup, clothes, this. You're beautiful. Just you're beautiful. Nothing is required to be beautiful. No beat. No fancy shoes, no, nothing is required for beauty. And let's start speaking more beauty into people. Oh no, thank you for being here. It's good to see you. It's good to see, it's good to see your beautiful face. It's hey, I enjoy. Hey, and thank you for joining. Thank you so much for the message. You're beautiful. I miss you and I'll see you tomorrow. I love you bunches. No. You're breaking up. I don't hear you. Questions, guys? Yeah, I think she's having a little trouble with her internet. Are you you back, Joyce? <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Yeah, it's storming okay, cool. here. Yeah, it's storming. It's storming here. Because, you know, I'm like, I, I'm like, you know, I'm way further south. So I'm in the country country. You got some people in chat just uh, saying thank <laughs> you. Beautiful, and beautiful the roosters thing. that wake you up in the morning. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah so yeah so uh my uh we I, I don't know is it raining out there by you yet no but i'm sure it's making its way up here i'm sure yeah. it's making its way um yeah yeah i get it first because we're so closer to you know anything that happens in alabama we get it first when you're this far south so alabama is this is the best way to develop that that feeling of connected to a higher power yes i love that that is a great great question um the best way i like to do mirror work when i became when i got initiated uh, in um being a priest the, a priest is one of the main things that i've always loved and even when i became an interfaith minister uh, learning spiritual counseling one of the things that we always did in all of the traditions i've noticed is mirror work having a person to look at themselves because even in the havasua people that you know the tribal people then use a mirror but they would take you to the river to look at your reflection it would take you to the mirror to look at your reflection and so mirror work is something that is very very just taking the time each and every single day to look at your highest self in your in in you 
and always having that support group, joining people that are with like-minded because it is about two or more being gathered. So make, making sure you are, con because remember higher connection is what? Connection. And so it is being connected to those people. But sometimes we want to be connected, but we want the, to be connected to the people of our choosing, right? We say, why, why can't my mama just be like that? Or my sister or this, because we just don't want to be like, well, this, and this is the one that I always tell. Uh, so I'll be like, well, just call me, just text me. And they'll be like, oh, I didn't want to call you. You were so busy. I'm like, see, that's your humanness. Didn't I tell you to call me? Didn't I tell you to text me? Big magic. Okay. I never read that one, but uh, I never read that one, but yeah. I, I like to read, uh, I like to read the older Torahs and I like to read the older Torahs and the Quran. I also like to read, this is one of my favorites right here. Yes, and so this is um, this is this is the Jewish Bible. Uh, this is the New Jewish translation according to uh, traditional Hebrew text, and so it helps a lot uh, understanding. We you know uh, where people have a little hurt, church hurt, and I tell them you know need to go back to the beginning, and you want to go back to the beginning. And it's a little bit easier to understand than going to the older, older ones that I like to read from like the 1500s and stuff like that. But because the link, you know, the language and the pauses a lot of times get people, but I really like that. I also really like, um, what's his, what is his name? Oh gosh, Joseph Campbell. I like everything that Joseph Campbell has ever, Joseph Campbell uh, was a great uh, inspiration to me. And uh, my rabbi, uh, my rabbi passed away some years. I don't know if they still are printing any of his books, but Rabbi Gelderman uh, was my rabbi. And I still read um, a lot of his stuff each and every single day. He used to write like uh, very short, very powerful. He opened one of the first uh, interfaith uh, ministry schools in New York. Uh, he was uh, big on no separatism. He was big on uh, no separatism. And the New the new Jewish school in Long Island, they do a lots of ancient Hebrew free uh, classes as well. Like, you know, because it's really based off of the tree of life, off of the Kabbalah more than, you know, more. Than, and it's easy for every, you know, everybody to, uh, everybody to 
everybody to understand. Every, a lot of spiritual people understand the tree, the tree of life. And I'll uh, give her the link to put up to the to the uh, the classes, the free classes that they do at the at the New Thought at the New Thought uh, School. They have some free ones, and I also do some free ones through Unity once a month uh, for Unity North Atlanta. So every month uh, we do some. I do some free ones there too as an energy exchange of giving back. And we do them online now, but when everything comes, there's so there's so many higher self groups. Uh, you just, I don't even wanna say your tribe because we're all, a, we're a tribe of one. You just put it out there that you wanna be connected and it will happen. This has been so great. Can you tell us how we can connect with you further and any offerings that you have going on right now? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Yayajoyce.com, I'm the same on Insta, Yayajoyce, Facebook, Yayajoyce. And uh, right now we do Manifesting Mondays. It's a really mindfulness. We meet each and every single Monday from 7.30 and on. And then the last, Two Tuesdays of the month, I do a herbal class, and then I do tons of uh, different meditations. Just make sure you can follow me on Instagram at Yayi Joyce, and I do trauma counseling. I, um, that's my main. That's my main thing is counseling, spiritual counseling, and you know I do a lot of I do group work and a lot of one-on-one -on -one work. Uh, you know, releasing you know, releasing past and stepping into your, into your future. And I do a lot of work with um, first responders and essential workers, especially during this time. But um, yeah, yayjoyce.com, yayjoyce. I try to keep it simple, change it. So everybody, it's just Y-A-Y-I-J-O-Y-C-E. And you can, you can there and... Yeah, join us. Join jo join us. We will love to have you. We go over it in a mindfulness way. Yeah, we do it in a mindful. We do it everything, and we're doing everything in a mindfulness way. So definitely, um, definitely join us. And I'll be I'll be doing some free uh, meditations for moms and and stuff like that coming up from Mother's Day. And there's so many different things. So just stay on the, stay tuned to the Insta. Not, you know, my son is, my son is posting for me. I'm like, look, I can't. <laughs> like, I like, look, I'll post or, you know, but mostly everything will be um, updated to the website. I kind of take Monday, Tuesdays and Wednesdays off of social media. Uh, to just tune in and to connect, uh, try to take at least three days off uh, of that, but uh, update over the weekend, because that's something that, you know, Spirit has really asked, like, you know, um, for a lot of us to do at least take three or four days off out of the week, but we can't 
totally disconnect from it because we gotta get because we gotta get the people that's there running to come this way <laughs> so it's a catch you know 22 so you um but definitely join look and i will be happy to see all of you guys there thank you guys so much for spending your uh easter sunday here uh with me and i always like to leave with a declaration okay and then we can put our hands over our hearts and and put our feet and let's get grounded and connected Heavenly Father and Holy Mother God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for the energy and the space this today. We thank you for all of the confirmations and all of your messages. And we thank you for decreasing us and increasing you. We thank you for all of the angels and ancestors that brought us together in this moment and in this time. We thank you for choosing each other as community spiritual partners and that we're raising our own energy and raising the vibration. We decree that each and every single one of us are stepping into our power, stepping into our gifts, stepping into our purpose, and stepping into the mission that God has set forth for us. We open our arms wide to this new earth. We thank you for the peace and the prosperity that it's going to bring to each and every single one of us. We thank you that we are leaving and we have left any worry behind. We decree that we are through this and we are getting through this and we are evolving in this and we have evolved through this and the energy of oneness and the energy of love. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We are one. We are rebirth. We are the new earth. And it is so, and so it is. This episode was produced by Kirsten Hedges and produced and edited by Georgie Harris. For more information, visit us at modernmysticshop.com and click on Sunday School.